with great anticipations of hitting the score of another 150. Today's episode marks the beginning of this new effort in the brightest of the directions. Today's theme is to cover few major pharmacological actions of beta-adrenergic receptor blockers. Welcome all to this Pharmacology Difficult Podcast. I'm your host Dr. Radhika Vijay, MBBS MD Pharmacology and this is the audio hub to get the best simplified basic tips, strategies, methods and lots of ideas to learn better, understand better and make your concepts crystal clear. If you rarely find and if there's a question hovering in your minds, is pharmacology difficult? Lend me your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge. To begin with, let's talk all about the effects of beta blockers on the cardiovascular system. Beta blockers hardly affect heart at the resting stage. While they show great effect on the active heart, influenced with the sympathetic tone, as in the states of anxiety, stress, exercise, etc. Now, in the active heart, beta blockers antagonize the anotropic and chronotropic effects of the catecholamines and result in the slow heart rate and also decreased contractility. Cardiac depression, as explained, is almost insignificant in the resting heart. Cardiac output is decreased. If the beta blockers are used for less duration of time, then peripheral resistance increases. While if they are used for longer duration of time, then peripheral resistance, either it may become normal or it may decrease. If you will use alpha plus beta combined blockers, they are administered to the patient, then cardiac output is normal while peripheral resistance is decreased. Let's talk about other effects. Sinus rate is decreased with the use of beta blockers. Conduction is also decreased, especially in the atria and the atrioventricular that is AV node. Certain effects, they are modified in the state of exercise like greater depression of the heart rate and heart contractility is there while the cardiac output is not much affected. Other factors that may simultaneously affect the responses of beta blockers are aging. Aging, it also modifies the results. The increase in the heart rate in normal healthy people is much less as compared to that in younger age group. Cardiac output preserves in old people they are marked because the stroke volume also is increased during exercise. Other effects are work capacity is depressed. The non-selective agents, they depress the exercise performance much more as compared to the beta-1 selective blockers. What about the beta-2 receptor blockers? The beta-2 receptor blockers, they lower down the lipolysis. They also depress the glucose metabolism. You might be wondering what is the mechanism? Mechanism is simply the depression of the circulation in the skeletal muscles. Let's talk about the state of circulation in the heart in the diseases like coronary artery disease. 
In the states of stress, exercise, the coronary artery perfusion is enhanced. Effect of catecholamines is all in all rise in the heart rate, systolic pressure, oxygen demand. But in diseases like the coronary artery disease, the lack of perfusion it leads to ischemia. Now point to be understood and well comprehended is the role of beta blockers in such a case. Oxygen consumption is not much affected by the catecholamines if the beta blockers they are used. All in all there is a healthy balance of oxygen supply and demand when the beta blockers they are used. If the patients they are suffering from angina then such subjects they exhibit better exercise tolerance with the beta blocker. Now this is all good to know cardiovascular action profile of beta antagonistic agents. Next, what is in store for today? Let me direct this conversation towards the effect of beta antagonistic agents on the blood vessels and especially I'm going to talk about their antihypertensive property. In the patients of hypertension, the beta blockers they help by decreasing the blood pressure. Mechanism is somewhat vague. It's not much clear. Let's try to decipher it out. The release of renin is a beta 1 effect. And this is blocked by the antagonistic agents that is beta blockers. There is a good amount of data and research to exhibit the prominent beta blocker effect in patients of higher renin activity as compared to the subjects having lower or normal renin activity another vague mechanism exhibited via the researchers display the chronic use of beta blockers in hypertensive subjects it leads to decreased peripheral vascular resistance along with the cardiac output decrease all in all what all this equals to or where it highlights that is it equals to their antihypertensive effect and lastly i have some facts more to state and prove the antihypertensive effects of beta blockers it's their added on effects like vasodilatation in the periphery nitric oxide production concomitant alpha 1 blockade then blocker of calcium entry antioxidant nature etc the underlying and the prominent mechanisms are increased hypotension that is decreased blood pressure secondly increased peripheral blood flow and lastly there is decreased afterload some examples of the drugs are seleprolol and nebulolol they cause vasodilatation Another point to be noted is the precautious use of beta blockers in the diseases like pheochromocytoma. Well, they should be employed only after the proper blockage of the alpha receptors. When the tumor secretes excess of adrenaline, then excess vasoconstriction by the adrenergic receptors is actually hampered by the proper use of beta blockers. Now that was all for today folks 
today's discussion on the cardiovascular system and the use of beta blockers as antihypertensive agents that's all wrapped up now and the next conference will be all about the pulmonary and the metabolic effects of the beta blockers well this announcement sets your thought train in motion again right for all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast do visit www.pharmacologydifficult.com where you can also sign up for the free monthly e-newsletter of mine it actually contains a lot of updates about medical sciences drug information updates and my podcast updates also well the added section is my writing venture updates yeah the author section and then i sometimes have much more updates you can follow me on different social media handles like twitter insta facebook and linkedin They all are with the same name as Pharmacology Difficult. If you're listening for the first time, do subscribe and follow on whatever platform you are consuming this episode. Stay tuned to read and review on iTunes Apple Podcast. Stay safe, stay happy, stay enlightened. Thank you.